Welcome back. Defining Truth, episode two. A lot's on our plate today. Uh, Brandon has spooled up some interesting segments here for us. We're going to talk about coronavirus and all the bad decisions that were made. We're going to talk about a black Marxist scholar who found out she is the descendant of a slave owner. Whoops. And then we're going to talk about a Christian teacher in California who was fired for being a Christian. More on that to come. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. So first thing we're going to talk about, coronavirus most likely originated from a lab leak, U.S. Department concludes. Wow. They say that a lab leak <clears throat> is the most likely culprit for the COVID-19 respiratory illness that devastated the world. Weren't we saying this three years ago? Uh, they're leaning on new intelligence. The department, which oversees numerous, and we're talking about the Department of Energy here, uh, the department, which oversees numerous United States labs and research centers, made a judgment in, quote, low confidence that a lab leak is the most likely origin of the pandemic per classified intelligence. Yesterday's disinformation is today's truth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, here's why this is news for all of you wondering. So in the early days of the coronavirus, we already knew that this had come from a lab in Wuhan. And uh, lots of people knew that. It, there was intelligence as to that. Um, people were cautious because those on the left were attacking anyone for saying this. And here's the point, right? This isn't against a people group or uh, individuals. This is against the Communist Party China. Let's be clear there. But we knew this from the beginning. And the left in the United States and much of the Western world worked overtime to attack people who said, hey, this was total mismanagement uh, or purposeful. There's varying opinions on that. And it came out of a, a, a lab in Wuhan. Um, so after all this time, lives ruined, loved ones who passed and we were unable to see them People lost their jobs. Uh, the, the list goes on and on of the atrocities committed against the American people and others in Europe. And uh, now you have the, the mainstream media being forced to admit, because there's just too much evidence out there, that it did, in fact, come from a lab in Wuhan. And, of course, this latest one from the Department of Energy concluding so. Um. <laughs> Can we play the clip of uh, John Stewart? Yeah. And while I'm spoiling that, I, I mean, the, the thing that kills me about mm -hmm. this is it, they're saying it like it's new information, like, like yeah. we haven't been saying it for the last three years. Real quick, uh, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor for Biden, had a response. He says, quote, there are a variety of views in the intelligence community. Some elements in the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said that they just don't have enough information to be sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, goodness. Okay. Sure. So we're going to play a clip. If you missed it this week, John Stewart sort of mocking the, um, well, I'll let you listen to this. We'll listen to part of it. The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab, the disease is the same name as the lab. So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, 
kitten, a pangolin kissed a turtle. And you're like, no, I, you, you, the oh, name of your lap, if you look at the name, <laughs> look at the name. Can I, let me let see me your see business, business card. card. I work at the coronavirus oh, lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of All right. turkey. All right. So what I like there is that, you know, in town hall media posted that and they're, you know, their comment there on basically they gaslighted the entire country into believing that was what was obviously true was somehow a conspiracy theory. This is happening all across the board. And let's point out too, John Stewart, there is no, you know, famous conservative. Um, so yeah. I find it uh, uh, amazing when even those to the left of center are, are just sick of this, this confusing woke culture that purposefully lies to people in order to propagate their agenda or their ideology. And it happens across a broad spectrum of industries. You know, this just happens to be this major disease that hit the world. But the same sort of thinking poisons people in uh, all kinds of government agencies and businesses. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, look, when you think that critical thinking is racist <laughs> and so you stop using it, this is what happens. You, you, you lie to people. People are confused. It's never, never a good result when you sow confusion and lies. Man, that was a funny clip, though. Who else had something to say about that? Um, I don't think, well, we're not going to play the clip, but uh, Tom Green said something kind of mocking it as well. Uh, lots of people have. This is just, it's absolutely outrageous. So here's the question, though. Is anybody going to be held accountable? Right? I mean, not, not, not just for lying about the origins, but how about lying about the effects, the, the effect of COVID-19? How about jumping on the big pharma bandwagon and, uh, you know, selling it like it's candy to people? Well, what, what, <laughs> Woody Harrison had something to say about that. Yeah, do we have that clip? Yeah, let's roll it. And this was on SNL, I believe, right? Yep. Here's Woody Harrelson, Saturday Night Live. In the world, get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take <clears throat> the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? It goes like this. The Man. I mean, good on SNL for playing it. But I mean, really, I mean, look what they did. They, 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 they took this uh, opportunity, right? It's a typical leftist tactic. Marxists have been known to do this all over the world. Everywhere leftism goes, they know that you never waste a good tragedy, right? So you have a disease. It comes out of a lab in a foreign country that's very hostile toward us. The government is hostile toward us there. And then the left seizes the tragedy to advance their political agenda and advance their tyr tyrannical push. We saw this in California big time, right? And, I mean, bonus for them, they also get to advance these, the, the big pharma push, which yielded billions of dollars 
in, in their, in their, you know, vaccine push. Can I say vaccine on here without us getting flagged? Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Look guys, the game is up. Okay. We, we, we forced this upon millions of people and really it should have been a choice. And that's the American way. Give people a choice. You take it or you leave it. And the effects of it now are coming to light. We have heart disease all over the place. We have um, all kinds of uh, complications and diseases. I mean, just Google search effects of the vaccine. You'll find all kinds of stuff. Not, not, I'm not saying go to weird conspiracy sites. I'm, I'm saying read the medical journals. And they pushed it to the degree of firing people from work for not taking it. I mean, really what this became was a political agenda, and that's where they messed up, right? They said, you jump on our political agenda. You become a leftist, or we will fire you. We will not let you see your grandparents when they're dying in the hospital. I mean, it's outrageous, and somebody should be held accountable for it. Uh, it's it's one of the greatest travesties, and I forget who said it this week, but um, there was one doctor who said, this is the greatest, greatest act of medical malpractice ever perpetrated upon the people of the United States was forcing them to take an untested, unverified medication while making billions of dollars for the vaccine, for the pharmaceutical industry. Well, and the sad part is, is more than half of the country just went along with it the whole time, which is scary. They put the mask right? on when they said, put the mask on. They stayed at home when they said, stay at home. Even after we should point out, even after they said the masks were ineffectual, even after they said just getting COVID naturally gives you as much or greater immunity against the disease. Even after that, people are still lining up with three or four masks on their face in and, cars by themselves. That's my favorite is when yeah. you're when you're on the freeway and you see somebody in a car by themselves with a mask on. Let's let windows rolled up. Absolutely. It, this is worth pointing out here. Let's be clear. When you when you have deleted God from your society and replaced God with government, you've deified the government or those you view as worth following in the government. You've put all of your faith in big government. And so you are dependent on them, right? Our forefathers said, dependence breeds subservience. That, that, that is exactly what we saw playing out here. Because when you're dependent on them, you want to trust them. Because if you don't, if you don't go along with it, if you don't comply, your whole world falls apart. Your whole ideology crumbles if you find out that your God of the government lets you down. That's worth noting that the American perspective, the Western civilization, the Christian Judaic perspective is that we do not put trust in men. We do not deify those in the government. We do not put them on a pedestal. We can respect people. We can follow people as leaders, but we never forget that human beings in general will always let you down. There's only one trustworthy source, and that's the word of God. Well, hey, speaking of being uh, let down, let's move into the story on the black Marxist <clears throat> scholar who supports reparations and then finds out that she's a descendant of slave owners. Oof. Uh, Professor Angela Davis is a self-proclaimed avowed communist and supporter of reparations. She's also a member of the Black Panthers and is best known for her support for prison abolition, reparations, and other leftist agenda items. Uh, it came to uh, quite a shock to Davis when she found out that she's actually a descendant of a slave owner Oh, uh, Darden's ancestors were slave owners, and Stephen Darden was a Virginia resident born in uh, 1750. 
He served in the Revolutionary War, but also a slave owner, which causes problems for Davis, a supporter of reparations. And uh, I'm going to quote her here. She says, quote, I always imagined my ancestors as the people who were enslaved. Davis said, <laughs> my mind and my heart are swirling, swirling when all of these contradictory with all of these contradictory. Can we play that sound? Emotions. The wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Okay, let's just oh, hold on a minute. Let's back up here. So, did she? You said she believes in abolishing prison. Yeah, prison abolition. So, does she think that that things like rape and murder don't exist? Where does she think those people should go? I mean, this lady, who knows what she thinks? Her whole life has been turned upside down. Let's be clear on something here. Here's the fundamental problem with leftist ideology as it goes as it relates to race. Okay, the Christian Judeo perspective is that there's only one race, the human race. That God created Adam and Eve and everybody else came from there. We are people, we are created as equals. There may be different demographics and people groups, but there's just one human race. The, the left wants you to believe that everyone should be divided along identity group lines, right? And when they run out of colors that they're obsessed with, then they go into lifestyle choices and, you know, it's like limitless. It's like, oh, well, if you're not, if it's not a color difference, then maybe it's a lifestyle choice difference or maybe it's a job difference, right? They get, the point is they have everyone divided and hating one another. And then if you, <laughs> you find out like when, when cancel culture comes for cancel culture, right? And this lady finds out that she herself is a descendant. I mean, look at her quote. Look at this quote. She said, my mind and my heart are swirling with all of these contradictory emotions. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, Will Ferrell in the movie Talladega Nights where he's like, there's a pretzel in my head. Oh, man. Because he's, she just doesn't, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, this is bad. I mean, look, it's well established. Leftist ideology is not grounded in, in reality, right? So it's, it's, it's unbalanced from the get-go. It's its goal, ultimately, if you know your history, is to destabilize. And that's part of the steps, right? I mean, if you're going to take over a country, you 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 don't come into a healthy, you know, thriving, liberty-loving country and just, you know, hey, here's your hammer and sickle. Wave the red flag. You have to destabilize it, get people to hate each other, get people dependent on the government. So if you know that, that's sort of the catalyst behind leftists. And I'm generalizing, but that's really the catalyst behind all leftist ideology. There's no doubt. I mean, communists and leftists, of course. They, they, they play the, the, the long game. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this. Uh, in but if, if, if that's the catalyst, what I'm saying is when, when you're confronted with reality every once in a while, it's shocking. And I honestly hope the best for this lady. I, I hope that she realizes when, when confronted with the reality of her statement that, hey, maybe this was wrong. Because I'm all about change and realization. I think that people at any time, especially here in America, I think you should have the ability to say, hey, I was wrong. I, I want to correct myself and move forward. So hopefully this is uh, a learning point for her or she'll just continue to hate herself. I mean, that's, we see that a lot on the left. Very sad. The only thing we know for sure is that she will not be receiving reparations. But uh, let's go ahead and keep, keep moving. We're at about the 15-minute mark here. So let's talk about uh, a Christian teacher that actually, Josiah, you know, you've met her. Uh, she claims that she was fired for refusing to lie about kids' pronouns. Uh, goes on and says, California teacher says she was fired from her job for refusing to conceal from parents their children's uh, chosen identities. 
which she claims which is uh, against her Christian beliefs. Uh, of course, we're talking about Jessica Tapia, uh, who formerly worked for the Harupa Unified School District in Riverside County. Um, she's a PE teacher that was expected to lie to parents about their children's preferred pronouns and their gender transitions. And it says that she uh, that's just something she said she could not abide by, given her strong religious convictions. Yeah, so this is an interesting story. We learned a little bit more. Uh, she recently went on the Jack Hibbs podcast and gave some details. So really what happened is that this teacher was open about her Christianity. And she had a private, non-school-related, non-work-related uh, Instagram page where, as a Christian, she often posted things like about her faith and Bible verses, etc. At some point, students from the school got onto her personal page and started spamming her or, or, or looking at things like Bible verses and whatnot, and they reported it to the school. Uh, namely, and I believe the one incident was she disagreed with some uh, pride festival or parade or something having to do with little kids, and she said that you know it wasn't right because little kids don't understand the complex issues that go along with the over-sexualization and identity stuff and all this nonsense that's going on in the world. It was her right to do so. It's her First Amendment right. It's her constitutional right. This is a free country. Let's be clear. You can have a Bible on your desk at work. This is America, not communist China. Yet these students started commenting on her page, calling her you know, a hater and uh, a bigot, all this stuff, and then they go to report it to the school. So what does the school do? Do they teach children that in America you're free to have an opinion, that you're free to practice your faith? No. The school brings her in and says, basically, we've, you know, we, we looked at your posts, we conducted an investigation, and they give her this ultimatum where they say, you can, you can stay here and work if you abide by these conditions. And I'm going to generalize here, but basically it was like, don't be a Christian. Do not post or comment or say things you believe. And then the one step that was too far according to her, was they wanted her to lie to parents about all this gender stuff going on. So I'll give you an example. You have an eight-year-old that comes to school and you have you know, pro-leftist educators who are telling this eight-year-old, let's say he's a boy, we can remove your genitals and turn you into a girl and, and, and the boy is doing that now. The school wants the teachers to never say anything to the parents. I mean, this is... This is Marxism 101, right? Is is pitting the youth against their parents. It's rebellion to authority. It's rebellion. It's it's literally the antithesis of what America is and all of our Christian Judaic values. As uh, Jack pointed out in the podcast, and I agree 100%. We've we've observed this before. Really, what the left is doing is they're turning our children into little brown shirts. They're literally like Nazi youths. Teaching them that, hey, we'll reward you if you turn in your parents. We'll, we'll reward you with you know, good civic social points if you come and tell us how evil your parents are for wanting to raise you right and discipline you and tell you to be respectful, and the list goes on and on. Uh, these children feel empowered by adults, really, who are abusers in telling them to report even their teachers for personal private activity outside of school. Cool. We have come a long way, 
a long way. We had prayer in school till the 1960 uh, court case in New York. New York public schools removed it. I mean, America was founded, founded on Christian Judaic principles, and namely and specifically the public school system was designed to include biblical education for public kids. They created the public school system because it was their belief at the time that children were not getting uh, the Bible taught to them at home, so that they should create a school system in which they could teach children the Bible. Yeah, a lot of people were homeschooling, and uh, the founders wanted to make sure that kids in the United States were getting a biblical education. How far the mighty have fallen, right? What, what, uh, what a shame. What a disgrace. So long story short, Jessica Tapia refuses to abide by these brown shirt rules in this public school, and they fire her. This is America, guys. A teacher fired for being a Christian. All the while, we'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. If I recollect correctly, New York Public Schools last year spent two hundred and eighty over $280,000 on trans strip shows for elementary school kids. That's okay. But, but showing any sign of your Christian faith, you're fired. Let, let, you know, remember, Brandon, we, we were talking earlier. Like, let's just break this down real quick. What are the benefits of, you know, a uh, 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 Christian Judaic perspective? I mean, what are you so afraid of? Kids should respect their parents. They should obey authority. They should work hard and diligently. They should do the best at everything. That's what the Bible teaches. This is, this is the ideology that you're firing people for, that you want removed from your culture in exchange for what? Well, because when children respect their parents, then, then, then they can't snitch on them. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, this is just bad. Look, I don't know how anybody has their kids in public school anymore. It's, it's become just these petri dishes of Marxism, really cesspools of leftist ideology that is destroying our country. It's very, very sad. And it's worth pointing out, this is why the church should be involved in, in civics and in their society around them. This is why you're supposed to be salt and light. You're to have an effect. The world somehow has convinced churches in this country to stay out of their business, right? How many times growing up did we hear, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics? Yep, race, religion, and politics. My answer to that immediately is, why? What else matters? What happens when you die? Who created you? And who's leading your country and making decisions for you and your family? Why would you not talk about that? And it's and it's worth highlighting that while Christians have swallowed that pill, the world engages full speed in politics and their religion, the worship of government. They ram it down your throat all day long. But if you dare disagree with them, canceled, fired. The left is the most religious group of people that oh, absolutely. the world has ever seen. They are extremely devoted yeah. to their ideology. Yeah, and, and and this is a great case, the teacher here. Um, fortunately, you know, she ended up getting a lot of support. But you know what we really need, though? We need more people like this. We need yeah. more people to take a stand because sometimes situations like this, they really serve to expose the evil that's occurring in the shadows, right? Because unless you kick back, unless you say, no, you know what? This is the line right here. 
I'm going to take a stand. Then no one in the community knows what's going on at these public schools. No one knows what they're doing to your kids. Well, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have known about this. She had to make a decision, right? It was either keep quiet or stand up and say, no, I'm going to fight back against this. Otherwise, I mean, this happens all the time across, across the whole country. But we're going to keep an eye on this because this is we're, we're a month into this now. This was effective. She got released uh, January 31st. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe this goes to the Supreme Court and there's case law. Hopefully. That will be created. Yeah. Especially, yeah, with this court. So, anyways, that's all we have time for today. We're going to um, continue to do this at least once a week. Uh, like we said earlier, it's our second podcast. And uh, don't forget to... Go to definingtruth.org to to learn more about us and what we're doing. And um, literally right now, if you're listening to this, yeah, if you go able. and hit subscribe because in in this arena, that's a way of saying yes, I agree with you. Yes, I support you. Please go. And the next thing you do is share it. Share yeah. it with people. Say hey, listen to these guys get upset about some stuff on the news this week. Yeah, we're on uh, YouTube. Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. And uh, we're going to keep going. We were a little late this week, but uh, so we'll actually have two podcasts this week. One today, we're recording on Tuesday. Yep. And uh, we'll have another one on Friday. So until then. Subscribe and share, guys. We'll see you next time. See you guys.